<laughs> you're gonna remember the food and the music more than anything at a wedding. Uh, so like, oh, 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 And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I feel like that uh, wasn't as enthusiastic as it should be. And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. You just looked more like in pain there. Oh, I was in pain. So what a week we've had so far, huh? <laughs> I mean, we've had, uh, I just feel like it's been nonstop weddings. We had a lot of double headers in a row. Yeah. I'm, if you guys can't tell, I'm kind of dead inside. You know what, John? You just be happy you're alive, you know? Okay. And you can work. This optimistic over here. Glass, Glass half, full. half full. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, there's two in every relationship or like there's one. There's one two in- optimistic people. <laughs> no, there's you're one right, Al. So we have a full cup. <laughs> <laughs> there's one in every relationship. Excuse me. Sorry that I'm trying to look at the bright side of things. Like at least weddings are happening. There, there are some bright things. There are some They're very bright up. things in our life. And there's good cake at weddings. I They had funfetti cake at the wedding from yesterday, and it was delicious. <laughs> you know what? If you want to look at, like, the bright side of things. Okay, so, like, last week, you guys know that we play in a volleyball league on Long Island. Um, and the beach that we play at is huge. Like, where you have the volleyball nets, you can't see the water. Like, that's how far away it is. And so the better that you are, the further up on the beach you play. Like, the closer to the restaurant and the music. And so and you really bathroom. don't see. The yeah, key and the, thing is the, <laughs> and bathroom. the bathroom. So the better you are, like, the closer to the bathroom you are, which is, like, a good thing. And so. But we don't actually know that a hundred percent. No, that's how but it, it goes. Just, it seems no, like it. John, that's how it goes. You could tell, you know, by the ranks. So last week we lost every single game we played, every single one. Uh, so the high is that even though we lost every game, we finally got to see the ocean because we were playing so far down by the water. This is probably the longest beach I've ever been on. And we've been on this league. This is our third year doing it. And I've never gone to the actual ocean. We like should, when we're on the beach, we're just it's too far away. That's we should make a point to do that and like put our toes in the water. So we got to the furthest court <laughs> this week. And then we won some. We won. And then at least we won three out of six. Yeah. We should have won every single one. Like, it's sad. You know, well... The other team was like, we're here for fun. I'm like, we're here to win, and we still suck. We don't practice, though. We should probably practice. So much raw talent. I, Just so much raw talent. I feel like we don't... Like, we're not that bad. We just, just the just teams are good this year. Just I gotta say. serve it over the. I think the teams are just goddamn good. Goddamn net. Good God. Good God. Good God. The, <laughs> good <laughs> God help us. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, Alex, what's your low? My low is that regardless of anything that you do and like how talented you are in work, in life, in anything, you can't rely 100% on technology. Like, there is always a percentage that it will fail on you, like at weddings, <laughs> oh, man. which is why we have like so many backup cameras. But you just never know. Like we had a wedding, a video clip malfunction or just like um, what is it called? Uh, 
get corrupt, I guess. Like a corrupted file yes. on the SD yes. card. Yes. And like I knew when it happened because my camera basically told me it was like could not create file. Blah, I like blah, the blah. worst timing. Yes. And so thankfully there is software that you could recover it. And so it's in the process of being recovered. Praise the Lord. But like it just it just really put me in a bad mood because I'm just like no matter what you do, although you could like back things up and like you know, you just never know. Like when you gonna... th- throwing a wrench in your plan for that day. You well, know? it's just like and weddings too. It's like you have one shot to get a shot, and thankfully, again, we have backup cameras, so we get multiple angles from things. But like, I don't know. I just I have an an expectation of how I want things to go in my head. I mean, and also there's... this is a brand new camera, right? That's the new one. Yes, but there's just things that are out of your control, like technology you can't control, the weather you can't control, and people I think people you can't control. People you can't control, who you work with you can't always control. <laughs> <laughs> the vendors this year, man. I think everyone's just like really stressed out. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man, I don't know. That's Milo. We'll go into Milo then. Sure. Milo is working with certain vendors that just have a stick up their ass. I, I think that I'm calling out the DJs. I'm calling <laughs> out the DJs. I don't know what it is, but they it's like their shit don't stink. Truly. It's not your day. It's the couple's day. But I think that they just like think because they have the mic that they are now in power. Maybe. I don't know. Some some of them are great. Like I have to give it up to like there are fabulous DJs out there like our guest today, a little spoiler alert. Which we'll go into in a little bit. <laughs> but like sometimes, and I don't know, I feel like we're very easy to go. At, we're, we're just, follow the, just follow the fucking schedule. The timeline, How, yeah. Whatever. How hard is it to follow the timeline? We all have the same timeline and you show up dickhead and you're like, mm, well, that's not how I do it. I'm like, it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> Right. Like, you're lucky you got hired today. Shut oh up. God. Know your place. Right. I'm sure. And uh, again, I like hate talking shit, but it is. It is I know. It is I'm not. Stressful. The fact that it's happened like four times now. <laughs> this year. This year. That's what I mean. I think it's mind. just this year. Everyone's just like stressed. And it was a lot of, a lot of work. And like you said, there's great DJs out there. And we have one of them with us today. But like, it's just check yourself. You know what it boils down to, John? And let's say it. Communication. communication that out of every time we say communication this is the time i'll die on that hill and i'm so passionate about it. we all need to communicate as vendors yes yes what's going on right well and and when we try to communicate like as soon as we arrive and maybe that's what it is too like just touching base like like weeks before because we are in touch with the couples like the event planners whatever but like yeah it's like the djs are just like well this is my own timeline i'm gonna announce things when i want i'm like we are like bro you've been here for three hours we've been (laughs) filming since like 9 a.m this morning get the fuck out of here oh it's all right we won't let them ruin our that's ruining me right now (laughs) can you just see like i'm my gears are grinding in my head right now but on a lighter note my high is alex and i finally kind of agreed on selling our house in Raleigh. For some reason, this place has just been stressing me out. I don't know why, but it's nice. It's such, it's a, we're fortunate enough to sell it. You know, it's a good time. I'm so sad, though. But good news is when we're ready, down the road, we can always move back. Nothing's stopping us, baby. I mean, it was just like our first house. It's not listed yet, but like... We were in that house less than like nine months. I don't think we even lived in a house a total of a year. I know, but like we quarantined there. It's just like... Oh, it that, was our, was, that was fun. It was our first house ever. The backyard was great to work out in during quarantine when gyms were closed. Like it was walkable to downtown. And like we we still like our friend is still renting it out. So like we're still going to go back there before we sell it. But like it's a bittersweet, you know, 
I don't know. Does anyone have attachments to their first house? I feel like it's normal. Oh, I, I think a bunch, everyone does. Yeah. I don't think we, well, I don't though. And I don't know. It's because we move so many times, but I'm just, John, I'm just tired. Can we stop moving? I'm done. Like <laughs> I'm just done. I'm we'll done. Never stop. Never stop. <laughs> Where are we going to live next? Like we should just rent out hostels. Because we move around so much. We shouldn't even own anything. We do so many weddings in New Jersey, though, and Long Island. Yeah, like, everyone tells us where to live in New Jersey. We might as well just move there. Or upstate New York, maybe. I'm fine with a little bit. Can you see me north. working the land on the on like the mountainside or something? Who says you have to work the land? Like I, You don't need that much land just if you move upstate. Can you see me shoveling snow? I'll have a heart attack. I love the snow. I like the snow for like a day. I want all four seasons to switch up every other day. But like I love the seasons in New York because it's like such a pretty fall. In the south, the fall is like it's you don't even get a fall. It's just summer and what then it's talking winter. About? Virginia? There's a fall? You don't Hardly. Okay. The leaves. When have you lived in Virginia? We have a house there, but we've been there. For, we were there for like a month. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I have lived there. The Northeast. I just, I love it. You hate it, but. Uh, honestly, I don't know what I like. Where do we work? In the Northeast. In the basement <laughs> yeah. of wherever we are. Uh, Anyways, though. My high is that we are working and that's great. That's always a blessing. But it's also that like we do get the opportunity to work with such great people and then become friends with them. Like the photographers we worked with this past weekend, like we're friends with, I love them. And then our guest today, he was someone that we worked with a fellow vendor who is now a friender. So I just, I think it's fun to like, even though sometimes you don't always have the best of luck working with people and like, not everyone's going to get along. Not everyone's everyone's cup of tea, but there is the opposite side where you do get to foster great relationships and have friendships. And one of them sitting right next to us, and his name is DJ Johnny Now. I keep want to say his company's Party City. <laughs> what, what is it? Party Plans? Uh, it's uh, Prime Parties Entertainment. Yes. It sounds so Party fucking professional. Party City works a little better though. So I did like you have to like practice to get like that smooth voice? No, apparently just so apparently when I talk, I might do like I'm like this is natural, but my MC voice. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome here. You're in the mix with Alexandra and Jonathan on the Give It to Me Straight <laughs> podcast. Holy shit. It raises like six octaves. I don't know why. Well, Everyone makes you know, fun of me. But I it's have okay. to like set my levels when I work with DJs because I feel mm -hmm. like they're just speaking to the microphone <laughs> like this and it's always clipping. Mm -hmm. And it's like normal people like talk, I guess, with the microphone far away. But like DJs just, why I, do you guys do that? I don't know. I project, so I, I just kind of keep it out. I mean, my voice is kind of allowed to be going in the song. Yeah. But, yeah. but start the microphone stuff was like the hardest part of learning how to DJ and everything because when you hear yourself on the microphone for the first, like I heard, like this is how I normally talk. And I was like, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, who is that? It was, it was tough, like hearing myself for the first time and getting over like just not Sounding, caring about yeah. what people well i think that's why we recorded our first episode at least 20 times because we would listen back and we're like <laughs> disgusted yeah, when you yeah. Hear yourself back and then you just get to a point where you're like what who gives a fuck yeah. i'm like super <laughs> exactly. jealous of john's radio voice right now yeah sexy <laughs> here on wktu we have a new song coming out by justin biber ladies oh wow. bieber i'm sorry it's coming up <laughs> 
We're going to get copyright for that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Just kidding. It's not like you were singing yet. <laughs> That's amazing. So we've been trying to get John on here for like a month now. But now since we're back in um, my parents' basement and you live so down the road. <laughs> literally, I could walk here. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. We rode our Razor scooters over to John's house. Yes. You know, that's we how close bikes. we are. We well, rode bikes and you fell that one time? I did. Funny story, though, how we met. John and I, so there's just too many fucking Johns. I feel like anytime we have a guest on, there's several Johns. So we have to, like, decipher it. So we'll have you, John, and then John. DJ Matt. John. DJ there we go. John. DJ John. There it is. Nice. John and DJ John. <laughs> there it so, is. So DJ John and I went to high school together. We did. But we weren't friends then. It wasn't no. until we both got into the wedding industry yeah. and started working together. Where, um, it was funny. Um, my wife, well, what my now wife, and Frankie recommended you. At the, well, Frankie, my friend Frankie recommended you. And then like at the same time, she was just on one of those like Bride of Long Island yep. stuff. And you yeah. guys came up. And I was like, oh, I know her. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And, yep. and then Fr I was like, oh, my God, it's Alex. And, and then, then we worked a few weddings together. Mm -hmm. That and fateful then... day at that Starbucks. We <laughs> met, signed <laughs> <Yep>. the contract. <laughs> yep. and signed, it. sealed, delivered. Had my iced caramel macchiato. It was so amazing. Wow, I don't remember if I even got coffee. <laughs> I, I was probably I yeah. so nervous. I was probably like, <laughs> I just want to book people. This is my first year in business. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and then we did a wedding together. And then we did your wedding. And you did our wedding. Mm -hmm. And then now um, you guys are just boys. Friends now we're just my oh. Call of Duty brother, finger lock, finger yes. lock. Oh. Gross. <laughs> I can feel the power. It is crazy. It's the crazy, the power of COD. You know, yeah. we, got, we got Call like of lifelong Duty. Lifelong friends from Call of Duty, pretty much. Chris, I made like, like five friends. Well, yeah, three of them. <laughs> three friends through John. Pretty you know, much. I yeah. played golf with one of them the other day, Chris. Yeah. He sent me all your videos. I was crying. Oh, I'm, I'm you got better throughout the day, though. He told me. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was rough though. It was rough. Wow, I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> Don't be so, jealous. So we're gonna yeah. finish up. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Alex, you can leave this podcast now. We're gonna finish. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> Take it away. So initially, we were talking about having John on here because we were gonna discuss, you know, starting a business, and because we didn't really know many other people our age, well, your age, because I'm older. You, you know, old fuck. Like two years. I know. <laughs> I know. You, you, you tell yourself you're a lot older than you actually are. You kind of act like 50, but yeah. you're only like two years. Like, bro, you're two years older than us. Anything, it's really not well, the minute different. you're doing something better than me, I'm like, well, you know what? Fuck you. I'm four years older than you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What are you going to be like when you're older? my age? <laughs> I don't know. In a year and a half? I don't know. <laughs> well, you say, like, you walk around like you're 80, though. Like your body. I know. I'm falling apart. <laughs> you look good, but Put your me insides, in a home. Yeah, Put me in a home. in a home. Very, very handsome young man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank but you John, welcome. we have you here to talk about essentially finding the work-life balance because living in New York, as we all know, like here we are, case in point, we're in my, our parents' basement. We <laughs> only buy houses in the South because that's what we can afford. <laughs> and you get double probably from yeah, what you would get. Yeah, here, exactly. Yeah. So that's what makes sense for us, you know, even though we work up here. So here we are. But you are a homeowner in New York and you work a lot. A so lot. <laughs> how do you find the time, you know, because you're, you're newly married, essentially. Did we get married the same year, 2019? Uh, yes, yeah. I think we, are, we were, you were a couple of months about a month us. before. Yeah, yes, like okay. That, yeah. So, yeah, how do you find the balance so you don't go crazy? So I've been working three, four jobs since I was almost like 16, 17 years old. So working has just been a part of, you know, I've, I've always been able, and I played sports in high school. You're too, like, what so. is a day off? Yeah, literally. So I, right away I had to balance sports and school. So I was in honors classes and I, you know, I kept my grades up and that's, I guess that's where I learned how to balance like what's important and what's not. I, I'd have to miss practices sometimes because I had school stuff because that became more important. And then throughout college, it was just a continuation. And it was, you know, it was easier in the beginning when I first started when I, like a pretty bad breakup. So I was telling you before, I had like yeah. a really bad breakup. So I always loved music and dancing. And so I was like, I find this little like 
I tear my up. heart open. I could just I sew my soul shut. Yeah, because I DJ puddle of mud it, in my in is my it bedroom. Soul or sew myself shut. I don't know. What are the other? I realize my weakness is <laughs> I feel like the more that I like listen to songs and look up lyrics, I'm like, wow, I thought that was something completely different. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I just um. Uh, I had business. It was just me. I bought this little like hundred dollar mixer at Best Buy and just had like a, I don't even know what laptop. It was like a two hundred dollar Windows thing. It would crash all the time and just in my room, just downloading, practicing, and started doing some like basement college bar parties and fraternity events. And one person was it was like a it was one of the people there, and they're like, oh, I'm having a graduation party. Like, come and DJ it. So I had no idea what I was doing. So I was like, yeah, sure. And it just picked up from there. I got a job from there, and then. DJ no. John was born. DJ John burr, burr, in the burr, burr, burr. Mix. Air horns. That honestly is nuts, though, that like you train yourself to do. You're motivated enough to just do that. Yeah. Anyone else, I'd be like, I'm just going to sit there and watch TV. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's actually my, da- my my dad gave me the idea. He actually really? like, helped buy my first set of like little bedroom speakers and my little mixer. And it kind of took off from there. So I definitely have him to thank for. And my parents in general, just for my work ethic. and There's everything nothing better there. than having a supportive family yeah. around you to do those things. That's like, the same with my parents. They were like, mm-hmm. shoot for the stars. Yeah, <laughs> for the moon yeah <laughs> so is this like like would you do this full-time like is this your passion like because you're a teacher full-time mm-hmm. that's what you do I, I'm, I'm blessed to have two careers that where I'm helping people like I think it's so special being at a wedding because I I don't know if other DJs think this but like I'm I take it to heart so much because I'm there for them I'm there for their most special day mm-hmm. you're gonna remember the food and the music more than anything at a wedding. Uh, yourself. No, 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 no. Canceled. <laughs> Canceled. No, I'm <laughs> saying at that exact DJ Naps would suck We are literally the, oh, and the photographer are the only actual memories that they get you're to present. You're literally, no, that's no, all no, you're going to ever see. but video. You're so important, John. Okay. <laughs> Guess who we're cutting out of the video. I'm attacked. I'm not in a safe space right now. Your parents' basement is not a safe space. I'm leaving. This motherfucker over here. Come on my podcast and talk shit. John, start pouring the concrete. Oh, yeah. Give him a pass of men's shoes. No, I was thinking for that exact moment. Obviously, your stuff is like that. Let you know, you uh-huh. get to see your video and everything. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to, yeah. Cover. I'm gonna burn just, your video. Yeah, please don't get a shovel. Get no, a no, shovel, no. bro. What do you remember now, John? <laughs> but like the music, like I stress over every song yeah. I pick. I we read the crowd really, really well. Like I know if it's, I pick a song and it's not like yeah, you have to. And, like you yeah. are the life of the party. Like you're the one who sets the tone for the mood of the night. Exactly. Exactly. That's no pressure. And no, I don't want to be biased either, though. Like DJ John did do our wedding. And like we've worked with them on weddings, and seriously, like you're probably one of the best DJs. I appreciate it. It's, yeah, it's thank awesome. You. you keep you keep the crowd going. You know the music's awesome. Also, like relevant. You're, you're very good at like not <laughs> being annoying on the mic. Like <laughs> yes. you guys have like a good balance of like taking charge and being the lead, but like not being the. the the star of the show. Because exactly. I feel like some DJs are like, this is my time to shine. <laughs> Alex no. and I have had some rough uh, encounters with some DJs this, oh, yeah. this season. Yeah, so. you were telling me. It's yeah. like the MC is like, it's not just the person on the microphone. It's right. like, we're, we're like that liaison between you guys and the catering hall right. or, or whatever you're having. So we're telling you when your dinner time is, when your courses are being served, when the dances are. If you don't have that person there, like someone who's you know familiar with working with the catering hall and the maitre d', it makes it tougher because then they'll be coming to you guys as you're sitting at right. your day's table. I'm okay. We're gonna do dance. Okay, fine. And you're just sitting. I'm just trying to eat my dinner and enjoy your day and stuff. So yeah, there's what? a there's a lot of things you have to do. I don't know if this is off topic, but this is actually a good question to ask. Like, what should like a newly engaged couple look for when they're looking for a DJ for their wedding? So if you're looking for a DJ, try to pick somebody that you've seen or someone that you really trust, like a best friend who used them, and maybe you didn't see them. But recommendations are the best. Yeah, recommendations definitely. Um, also the tone you get on the phone. Trying to 
kind of like pick their brain and see like when you make that first call or that first meeting, you'll be able to tell if they're in it just for the, just to get another wedding or if they really care about being. You could like tell if you're going to vibe with them or not. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. You, you can tell. Um, like I always try to tell my clients, like I try to stress like right from the beginning, the music is yours, whatever music you want. I've done five-hour country weddings. I've done yep. Indian weddings, Greek weddings. I've done ones where they they say don't play this song. If you do, we're leaving. Like so, uh, 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 picking a DJ that um, you can tell that they're really in it for you, and it's not just a job for them. Well, and that's yeah. like what's important in any career that you're going to or anyone that you're going to work with. And mm -hmm. like, if, if anyone comes to us for advice, like in mm -hmm. in the video world, because we've only been in business for three years, and like we've been able to scale. You guys grew so yeah. much in the three. It's, it's but amazing. I, but honestly. I really do. Yeah. I say it's because like we truly care about our clients, and I want to know like what is going to be good for them, and how can we serve them, and mm -hmm. you know, obviously. Well, I think exactly. I think a lot of times we get couples out because of how you communicate with the bride like i think you and the bride really well because i genuinely want to be friends with all of my brides yeah. i'm like wait I <laughs> she's like hey girl friend. what's yeah. up like, <laughs> i want them to like want to invite me yeah and same, by the time the wedding same. comes i'm like a guest i there. like yeah. wish we had more weekends free because i would hang out with all of our couples and i say oh, that yeah. at the end i'm like can we hang out in real life but i really want to <laughs> there are a few couples that we hang out with yeah, yeah that yeah. Uh, we met at a we went to a couple of yankee games with this couple yeah. dan and colin yeah i haven't seen them in a while but, but that's the best it's like you don't want to necessarily cross that line between like business and pleasure but like mm -hmm. you do have to have some element of a human uh relationship exactly you know? yeah yeah because you are there for their big day you know it, it, it is a big deal it's special so what kind of advice though would you give to someone who is maybe starting out and like was newly married and worked like you work the weekends you work not only as a teacher monday through friday but then your weekends are taken up like how do you find the time because like john and i work on weekends but we work together as a husband wife team like what about what does your wife do where does she when do you guys hang out she um certain seasons when it gets busy we just don't sometimes it just but we, it's been like that for us for a long time we're mm -hmm. together a really long time so we're kind of used to like those weekends that i've been working but um when we have those special days we just have to have to make the most of them um in busy season it's tough but when you know we definitely like when i have a, i know i have a week off where i'm not working or a week the rare weekend that i'm actually not doing something we'll plan a little day trip or a vacation or something it's important to do that type of stuff but yeah it is challenging avoid but your burnout you know? shout out yeah. to steph another yeah. fellow therapist yeah <laughs> speech you guys language are the, pathologist yeah. <laughs> you guys are the couple that we hang out with yes, yes. Steph, yes. steph is literally you me yes and, and i'm you out now yeah. it's literally it's so weird it's go go like go <laughs> yeah you two are exhausting <laughs> Get over it, John. Come on, dude. Get up with it, dude. You would be You're so sad without us. Yes. Without course. someone like us in your life. You're right. You're showing right. your age. You're three years older right now. Dude. All all the grays <laughs> that I've had is because of being with Alex. Definitely. I have gotten more gray this year, but that's I mean, just... I'm also lucky that um fortunate for my teaching job, it's it I get home. I'm home by like three o'clock every right. day. Most days. Right. So and it's it's gives me enough time to like go to the gym, make dinner, and if mm -hmm. I have stuff, you know, get ready for the weekend. I Time management is huge, so if I know I have a busy weekend coming up during the week, like prepping music, that's why, like when I when I when I meet with a couple, I give them like a, a you know a pretty loose but a deadline for when I need music by because if I don't have songs, I need to right. make sure download them, get their formalities right. You know their entrances, their their um, you know they have their bridal party names, their first dance song, all that stuff, just to make sure I have enough time to get it. But I know we kind of jumped into another topic, but to go back, what is some advice that you would give? I know you just said time management, which I feel like is huge. Like yeah, absolutely. And um, time management is, I think, the biggest thing that's helped helped me get to this point and not I've burnt out a few times for yeah. sure. But um, uh, just like delegating to delegation, like yep. having people 
uh, like I have one one of my uh, one of my guys who works with me, Zach. Like I'll have him sometimes if I get a call, I'll have him take the call and and meet with the client and things like that, just to give me a break and just it to not burn myself out. So having like the delegation, like Steph will do stuff for me sometimes, and um, having everything organization is huge. I know exactly where my wires are broken down to certain things, so that when I have a job, okay, if it's a certain setup. This box goes with this one, this one, this one, and having yeah. everything like I have like a like when I have all my equipment, I have like a checklist that I do so for certain yep. parties, certain services and packages that you know the client asks for. I just check off boxes and I do like a checklist before I leave. So yeah. being organized is definitely huge when you're having no time to like oh, we, yeah. we've <laughs> learned that. Or like just to like have backups of everything too, like to be prepared, like mm -hmm. extra cards, extra oh, yeah. just batteries, extra I bring wires. Two like, laptops yep. and three chargers. Well, you like, just told you us learn a story. all that through trial and error, you know. Yeah. You told us exactly. a story earlier though, before we started recording, that one of the first gigs that you did, your did you not bring a charger or it broke? I didn't have it was one of the first like jobs alone at a catering hall and it just broke it just wasn't charging I was oh, like, my, oh god. my god but luckily i charged it the night before so i had like two hours left to charge so i knew there was like a big like dinner break coming up so i sprinted i was like i'll be right back to i sprinted out i went to best buy i drove there I probably drove like 150 to get yeah, there. Yeah. i got there and um i bought the charger came back and no one knew oh i was gone god. yeah i've done that too <laughs> on, on a real estate shoot where i was hired to capture drone footage and i forgot a memory card i got there and it's like you there's nothing to record the footage on and i was like oh no but thankfully real estate shoots are not like a wedding so i was right. able to like leave and you come back yeah, but i had to like bullshit something like oh i'm i'll be you know it's too cloudy right now <laughs> i'll be back vendors <laughs> in a wedding industry has got to be one of the most stressful things it's like one day there's so much gear. Oh, Being yeah. a DJ, there's so much gear. I mean, way more than us, but we still have a shit ton of gear. Photographers have a ton and of gear. And then you have the after stuff. stuff too, like all your editing and everything. It's, yeah. But like it's a the, big deal. But, but the day of, it's like you, of, yeah. you forget one thing and everything oh, is yeah. key. Every little piece you have is well, key. Well, I think that weddings are such a good training element for anyone in any like t type of profession because mm -hmm. it is just like everything happens. You can't, you get no redos with weddings. Mm -hmm. So it has to be perfect. You, yeah. you can't Can you up. walk down that aisle one more time? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Have your first kiss again. Oh yeah. No, no stress. So, I mean, like we're in the same industry our weekends are taken up mm -hmm. and like, I feel like we probably have very similar lives where it's just like mm -hmm. constant working seven days, because yep. especially this time of year being wedding season, how has that affected your relationships? Like with your friends who maybe have like a typical nine to five and you're like, Oh, I'm just working all the time. <laughs> well now I'm off for the summer for teaching. So it's oh, opposite right. now. So now I'm home and everyone else is working. So I'm just True. alone like all yeah. the time, but, uh, <laughs> but except the, for the weekend, because then the weekend comes when they're, they're off, off and then you got to go to work when they're off. I'm working pretty much yeah. yeah so i don't see them as much honestly yeah. i don't see my friends as as it's been I get, it gets less i guess as you get older to be you know in general when you you get old you see your friends less over time you know, your right. kids and stuff and everything gets in the way but um i, I just don't see them as much mm -hmm. stuff but luckily i have a really close you know my friends and stuff they're so close that i could not see them for a year and it's like i saw them yesterday right well that's so. us too like we travel so much and mm -hmm. it's like the closest friends that we have we could go months without seeing yeah, you them just pick up where you left yeah. off it's exactly fine. yeah do you notice like I notice that like the older I get, I'm more driven for more like, tired you are. I am more tired. <laughs> the more tired. You notice you don't get out of bed ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but do you notice like I guess n now that we have like a company, I'm so much more driven to like want to succeed mm -hmm. and like progress in our careers. <laughs> I just feel like I'm more focused on that now to where like I know Alex still has FOMO. I find myself like going more towards you're saying as as the year goes on. Like you in our industry, you see the results of your success really quickly yeah and you see your clients going up and you see you're getting more work so it just drives like i my goal is to grow this to the point where i don't have to 
do my main job anymore. Oh, so I, I love my so job. Don't would, get me wrong. Right, right, right. I, it's it's great. I'm I'm blessed. I have two things that are passionate. They're both like they're easy for me because it's not working. Yeah, I'm having fun at both of my mm-hmm. jobs. But um, well, but that's the dream. That's living yeah, the dream. Truly, I love DJing so much. It is my it's the my favorite thing on earth. It's my favorite hobby. My favorite. I, I just practice in my room all the time. Yeah. Like it's it's just what I do. So if I could do that and nothing else, I'm, that's my plan. Is to at least my end goal is just to grow it and grow it and get some house accounts and catering halls and. Yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. But even if it doesn't happen, at least I'm trying and, you know, it'll grow along the way as I go. I have to, like, just give you so much respect because to do this on Long Island, like one of the most expensive places to live, like it's not easy. So good job, John. You have fans. We're in the basement. I guess you're not really. I guess you're not really. I guess you're not really unique, though, because to live on New York. You're not unique. Let me finish. Because to live on Long Island, you literally have to have multiple jobs. So, like, we're. You're pretty much like everybody else. Yeah, right? like you're you're one job. To like, like I have survive. to do two yes, different jobs like, to pay but, my mortgage. But it's not. But it's not easy. And like, I know, yeah. I know. So just, just I'll just like try to defend but, you when I'm making a joke. Like, oh, you're gonna die, motherfucker. Give the fucking They're compliment. Not special. Just give a compliment, John. Of course, <laughs> I gave a compliment like five minutes ago. He only gets one. That's enough. That's all you yeah, got. That's enough. I don't want him to get a big head. He already has a big yeah, dome. Tremendous. Absolutely. The size of that thing. It's okay. I was surprised the headset fits on him. I know. I had to bring it down all the way to the bottom. It's okay. Oh my God, I can't even. I don't even want to know what your COD conversations are. Oh, it's terrible. This it's terrible. absolute destruction. So, <laughs> this this table is full of unique individuals. Now, if, see yes. what I did there. Well, if everyone's unique, then nobody is. <laughs> wow. Right. In well, perspective. I just, just ruined what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but do you think nothing matters? Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Circling back. Circling back. <laughs> So like you guys asked me about you know my work life balance and you've also well I don't know about him he probably he sucks so probably I know you've been a hard worker <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, I'm just a big old bag of shit I <laughs> big do old nothing. bag of, of orthopedic <laughs> oh, geriatric bones sorry wrong word <laughs> so how do you guys balance I mean so your just balance a is bag different of chicken little chicken bones walking around <laughs> <laughs> moving on how do you balance like your your work life balance is different because of that travel element yeah. involved from where and you live and where work you work together. So it's like finding that work-life yeah. balance. Uh, we we we'll don't. We'll let you know after <laughs> yeah, this year. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. No, no, no. Um, we we need to be better about like taking time during the week because mm. again, being a husband and wife team, it just feels like it's constant work, but mm. like also at, not at the same time because we're like, oh, like we're hanging out, we're spending time together, but it's not quality not time. It's time. it's work time. Gotcha. So we're we've been very bad at that, mm. uh, but. I'd say like it it comes either like on Sundays when we're like, oh, let's like take a break from editing. Mm. And it's mostly just been like chilling locally at, at well, home. But we're or, still doing or, something. It's like we don't take a full day. We've not taken a full day yet. We're still doing something. So, like, yeah, we're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> you know, appara- it's tough. apparently we all need to work on that. I'm exactly. giving us a little slack on that, though, because this is hands down the craziest year we've had. Like, this, oh, yeah. Like, I'll know after this year, like we're. We're not going to do any more than what well, we're you doing. Well, you know, too. It's because of all the reschedules from COVID. So we had to double up our workload this year. next year, too. Yeah. Next year is packed already. And I'm really? getting some for 2023, too. Yeah. Like three next September of 2023 that people wow. are looking. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I feel bad for those those couples that have to push out that far. I mean, being on the East Coast, there's really only so many, like, prime weekends you have for weddings. And everyone that's been pushed, it's like, oh, well, we're engaged. We'll wait two years well, I mean, from now. We had a Thursday wedding this past week, but the photographers that we work with, they said that they have quadruple weekends. So they have Thursday, 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and sometimes they have Mondays. Wow. Yeah. Oh my so God. crazy. I mean, mm. I, we've worked with photographers before. They're like, we've had a hundred and I have a, I'm booked for 150 weddings. Wow. Work-life balance. It's important. Yeah. Definitely work important. Hard. Yes. <laughs> work hard and never play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that That's a work-life balance. Work hard now, play later. <laughs> yeah. My twenties are just nothing but work. When we're in our sixties and we're all on vacation but together like, in Boca. I mean, but at plan. what point does mental health, like, you know what I mean? Like you got to give your brain a break. Exactly. Because what you don't want to be working to live. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like what LG... Wait, or no, what's the opposite? Living, what's it saying? Living, living to, work. to work. Living to work. Yeah. It's like when LG was on here, though, when we had her talking about how she went to all these different countries, and there's something you said about America, like our culture is like pretty much work until you die. Right, until yeah. you die, yeah. And well, when the nine... To, I feel like there's just that nine to five. You know, like that's that's like that's a, like a big reason for trying to grow my businesses. Like, I lo- like I said, I love teaching, but just the idea of being somewhere for, at a certain time for like 35 years is just... It's scary. It's really well, scary. Also, you, get, you, you get don't get stuck in a rut. They don't really know? do that anymore, though. I mean, teaching. Yeah, yeah I'm in. T- like, I'm in tier six, so to get my full pension, it's like sixty-seven and a half. I have to teach until. Wow. Yeah. Imagine teaching sixty-seven. The, the the kids are how they are now. Imagine thirty years from now. Oh my God. We probably already been to like four wars. <laughs> four wars by that time. You wouldn't know nothing <laughs> about COVID. Back in my day. <laughs> wow. That is a long time when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it goes quickly. 30 year life. Yeah. If, if I'm yeah. lucky, yeah. But I, won't, right. I won't be there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you there, dude. <laughs> I'll be, so I've think, already been in the ground. <laughs> but it really just comes down to finding something that you love to do mm-hmm. and then working towards that every day, but exactly. also like balancing again. Like, we What's that bullshit they saw that it's, it's not really a job if you love it? You, know? you never work a day in your life if you love your job. Well, I love what we do, and I yeah, feel like we're too. fucking working. <laughs> I work. Our I ass love. Off. Bo- I love both of my jobs. I'm very blessed. And work I'm is dead. work, though. I'm tired. You all hear the time. about people, <laughs> though. I'm dead inside. <laughs> I'm dead and help. I'm smiling. I'm, smiling. I'm not help on the inside. <laughs> both, John, help me, please. <laughs> Alex, help. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I feel like even if you still love what you do, like work is at work. least when you're there, like you yeah, know, you get tired after. But when you're there, yeah, it kind of everything just melts. It's away. more motivating to yeah. continue That's what doing I feel what you're like doing. that like when I'm DJing like no matter what troubles I'm having or no matter what you know whatever's going on in my life it's like a block like a block of time of just pure happiness yeah. and pure fun and right. same thing with teaching most days some days are a little tough but yeah okay. but for the most part it's you know if you, if you love your job and you're, you're able to you know I feel like if you don't have that work-life balance you then start to resent the things that like your job that you really love. Mm-hmm. If you're not giving yourself time to have some mental a mental health break or just step away from everything, like you need time to just not some not talk to anyone, not see anyone, not yeah. be at your job, not think about a meth lesson, not yep. not pick up a, a microphone, not you know pick up a camera and just relax. Otherwise, well, you'll start to resent. I yeah. feel like you start to resent the things you love. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's so true. Like wow, you, yeah, <laughs> fucking words of wisdom from <laughs> DJ Johnny <laughs> Naps. DJ Johnny Did Naps. that really hit a spot for you, John? <laughs> yeah, you know it resonated with me. Some some sometimes, John, you say some shit that really hits home. <laughs> so we're on to my favorite section. <gasps> Would you rather? Endelemundo. <laughs> so did you actually prepare one? Today, I got John? one for you. Yep. I need you to do better than one of my good friends, LG. Hers killed me. Would Would you rather send an accidentally send a naked picture to your dad or your boss when you had a boss? I would have to say send to my <laughs> dad. I would just die. Can I just die? <laughs> Can we just die? Is, there death? Is, it, is death an option? Instant painless death? <laughs> yeah, thinking back to like my old boss. Yeah, I would have to say my dad. All right, I have a would you rather from a listener. She didn't give me consent to say her name, so I'll say Mrs. Smith. Hmm. Okay. Would you rather die by bee stings or from being mauled by a bear? Oh. 
She actually gave me her response, which is cool. So I'll, I'll Ooh, I want to know her response after. I would probably say bee stings because like they're just like little pricks. Like a bear would tear you the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with the bees. I'm going to go. With, no, I'm going to go with bears because I feel like the bees would be a prolonged like three hour death. But I feel like I could I could tolerate that more than like getting my. But if the bear up. just like eats your face, you're done. But like, it could seen, be a quick like you better you pray seen, that it eats your face. What's the movie? with The, the Revenant. Revenant. Yes. Oh, my God. That well, was brutal. At the same time. We're like <laughs> the, the Revenant. Revenant. That looks so much worse than getting stung by bees. The Revenant. That's the one where the toys come to life, right? <laughs> oh, no, it's. Oh, Toy Star. Sorry, wrong one. <laughs> so close. <He> Almost. <laughs> a little bit off. <laughs> no, that's Annabelle. Oh, is it? Chucky. Right, right, right. Chucky. Fuck Chucky. that <laughs> Annabelle. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's, the trailer scared the bejesus out yeah, of me. She's a little bitch, that one. Oh, yeah, I'm not, not a big fan. No. Oh, my God. So I'm biased because, I mean, I'm listening to her answer. I'm like, she makes a good point. I say bees because eventually your body would go numb and you wouldn't feel it anymore. I don't want mm. sharp claws and teeth shredding me apart. Mm. I also don't think uh, bears like play with their food, right? Yeah, they like would toss you up. Yeah, but isn't it like cooler to be mauled by a bear than stung by a bear? How the fuck like, would you know? You'd be dead. Like, you'd wow, like, bees. yeah, he's, you know, like when I'm in my urn, like we were talking about, yeah. well, at least he died a very manly, valiant Wait, depth. No, please tell them. Please yeah, tell them. Right. Your so, business idea. So people, you, have, you have to get this, uh, what is it called? Cops. Patented yeah, so, so that no one takes it. Instead of, you know, it's like when you die, you know, you, 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 you could get buried. You could get put in an urn. You could put in a diamond. I don't know. You probably get put into a Chick-fil-A sandwich if you want. <laughs> like how everything's going now. But my idea is to put my ashes with a couple beads in a maraca. <laughs> So that if they missed me, they could just. We're it's, dancing with DJ John. Well, no, you bring some good points. Like today's DJ John's birthday. If you're still here, let's do a Maraca song in his honor. And then as the as everyone dies in your family throughout the years, it's just hundreds Maracas of Maracas right. everywhere. You do a concert with your family's <laughs> Maracas. Someone bring Grandpa John to the party. <laughs> He's sounding a little Maraca. Dull. The Maracas all warped. <laughs> oh my god! But what happens if one of them accidentally breaks open? They have to be a very strong Maraca. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the material. I'm not really an expert. I on love that. that idea though. You could paint them. Fun color. What about my other idea for a website? OnlyFans? But, but only, only fans. fans, like ceiling fans, yes. window fans, fans at stadium. <laughs> he has been Those, saying this for a while. The geisha fans, like the like the that, that thing that like, oh, fan, like fan. the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll the see. fancy fans. So many ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so many hits. People get on there like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you have to buy a subscription to that too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, I bet you people would. Like, I wonder what fan what fan yeah. is gonna be on today. Yeah, it's like a different thing. Like they have the pet ones and like stuff. A true. And like then you could get fan mail. Yeah. <laughs> and then or they, you could send them a big big box and they think it's like an actual huge fan, but it's really just like one of those little paper ones. And you're going live yeah. so they they could be like turn it up more. And they'll they'll pay for you to turn up the fan a little higher <laughs> yes. and higher each time. Yeah. Wow. Yes. This, uh, is, a this full... is a really good idea. So many I mean, takes us, I'm going to be pissed. Financial freedom, financial yeah, independence, yeah, this right? This is on our way. <laughs> I make passive income from OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, fans only. Well, fans only. <laughs> for the last, would you rather? Okay. Would you rather fight one horse sized duck or 100 duck sized horses? A hundred duck sized horses, because I've never yeah. seen that. How crazy would that be? Duck These duck little, little horses. Duck. 
many horses. Nah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with hundred, definitely. Yeah, I especially be, when the kid, the little babies are around too, yeah. that like run at you and stuff. Well, anything giant, I, I don't want to fight. Like I don't even want to punch fight. little horses in the face. I don't even want to fight like a giraffe, and I don't know, do they kill people? Like I don't want to yeah. fight. You ever see club you with their head? You ever see a giraffe fight? They like bash their necks together. But right, like something that big, I would rather just like punch little horses. Yeah, I at least you know you're gonna take a couple out before you go. What I'm right. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have like some sort of. They'll come for your ankles though. Like imagine your shins. And they just keep like. Oh no! A horse-sized duck, a duck-sized horse. A duck-sized horse, and then like a horse-sized duck. Yeah, definitely the mini horses. I don't think we've ever been so efficient with answering these questions before. (laughs) Well, how many horsepower would be a hundred? Duck-sized horses. A hundred horsepower. What? It's mini horses. So would it be one horsepower total? Yeah, I think so. Or like I have one. (laughs) Well, I I think all horses, big or small, they're one horsepower per horse. You would have to figure out how much horsepower the duck had. So a ratio. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck and a woodchuck could chuck wood? It's like a math lesson now, pretty much. Right. I don't know. Honestly, this Mm. is just too much. It's too early. I haven't had enough coffee. Never, never too much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, never too much here on that. Give it to me straight. How about you close us out? Well, first off, why don't you? I, we talked about it a little bit. Plug yourself real quick before you go. Oh, yeah. Off. Where can people find oh, thank you? you? Awesome. So you can find us at primepartiesent.com. Our website's just being redone too. Woo-woo. On Instagram at prime underscore parties underscore ENT. Um, you can find us on Facebook too. Um, our numbers are on. You see some pictures and videos of, of us in action. And uh, hopefully, see you guys in the future. Yeah. It's such a pleasure. We thank you guys so much. This motherfucker for practiced us. that in the mirror before he came here. <laughs> no, like, okay. it's, all, it's all free, man. I didn't even know what we were talking about. <laughs> No, I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you, know. you for coming oh, on. Of course. Appreciate it, brother. It was great. Pleasure. Of course. Love you guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> so now we are going to jump into our segment, Give It To Me Straight, where we answer all of your burning questions. If you guys have any questions that you want to write in and ask us, you could email us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. Okay. So question number one. John and Alex, first off, I love your show. I always look forward to a Spotify notification for a new episode. And yes, John definitely improved since your first. LOL. Did you ask everyone to like, let me know if I sound better or not? <laughs> no, I think that you, you had mentioned that. You were like, how do I talk compared now compared to when I first started? Anyway, thank you. Thank you for the compliment. However, I need advice, guys. My boyfriend and I have been dating a little over a year and a half. He is by far the best and most communicative communication relationship I've ever been in. However, he sometimes makes passive aggressive jokes about scenarios that involve any man interacting with me, even a male medical professional or a male retail worker. I think it's his insecurities coming out in the form of nervous jokes. He's had a rough past with cheating exes. I never know how to respond to it and they aren't funny to me. Frankly, they kind of hurt because I think he doesn't trust me. How can I go about confronting him without sounding mean? I think, I think you pretty much said it right there. I was going to say, you nailed it with saying that it's his insecurities because that's 100% what it is. And it like hurts your feelings and you're uncomfortable with it. And like, you know, it's a big thing for him. I bet you it's reassurance, constant reassurance. And he's going to need that. If he's had that insecurity, he wants that reassurance. And there'll probably be a lot of it. It won't be like one or two times and you're done. But like when he gets into his feelings about it, mm-hmm. that's when he needs it. And I mean, he needs to be aware of like how you feel about it. Because it's not like you've given him any reason to not trust you. This is from his past experiences. So I think by you reassuring him that he can trust you, that he's safe with you and his emotions and whatever. And again, by as how many times we say it. Words of affirmation. No, I was going to say communication. <laughs> but by Is that a type of words of affirmation, though? 
Uh, yeah, I think so. Because you're yeah. the same. Like, you need to hear things. Even if I tell you, like, you could trust me on this or I love you and, like, you're handsome. And, like, you're like, I don't care. I need to hear it a million times because that's what makes me feel secure. Yep. So I think if that's, like, what he needs to hear, you do tell him that. But I would also communicate that it you don't like how he expresses his insecurities to you. Because it's not fair for you to get or be, like, the the brunt, the blunt, the bunt. The brunt of the joke. The brunt, yeah. the blunt of a joke. The he, brunt. He does of a need joke. to like reword how he's saying yeah, or what he's doing about it, it. You know, as weird as that sounds, like w- he needs to be able to be aware and like catch on to like what he's about to say and realize like, hey, I'm in a I'm in a spot right now where I'm insecure about something. I need to just be like, hey, tell me you love me or tell me, you know, you only want to be with me or whatever, like his thought process is right there. Instead of like beating around the bush, just be direct with, right. Be direct with it. Right. And like when he starts to make those jokes, like just cut him off and just be like, no, uh, nay, nay. yeah, this isn't, I don't know why you're saying this <laughs> or like, Hey, like let's dive through this and like talk through this together. Like, why are you feeling this way in this moment? I think it's as simple as that. It really is. Communication, baby. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Question number two, my fiance and I are getting married next year at a country club in my hometown in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We are both golfers and are so excited for our big day. My fiance's father passed away late 2018 after a late diagnosis of cancer. He passed only two months after being diagnosed. He was my fiance's, his sister's, and their mom's best friend and role model. The whole town respected him and he is sorely missed. How can we honor him at our wedding without... In quotations, this is going to sound horrible. Making everyone sad or thinking about him the whole time. We do not want to put an empty chair out with a sign that says it would have been for him, but we also feel like we need to do more than just his picture on a table with other family members that have passed. What other ideas have you seen at the millions of weddings you two have been at? Number one, I'm so sorry for your fiance's dad passing. That like is so hard. And especially during big moments like a wedding, that's like when the emotions... So like an open wound yes, kind of. Yes, like it... Anytime a family member or a grandparent or a loved one is missing, like it really comes out during weddings and big celebrations like that. So I'm sorry, but also congratulations. This is supposed to be a happy day. So you can still incorporate his dad um, without just doing a picture. Some of the things that we have seen is people sewing either articles of clothing or some some sort of tribute to them. Sentimental value yeah like into a jacket onto your bouquet like a picture or something into your gown but i would say probably into your fiance's jacket like whatever coat he's wearing um if there was like if his dad had a tie you know taking a piece of that tie and putting that into his jacket or something maybe that was special to his dad i think she's meaning more as far as like a public public so instead of because he, like the pictures on like I would say do a, a cocktail named after him like what was his favorite drink that he liked to have and like if you guys do a signature cocktail also I've seen at weddings whether it's the rabbi or the priest or whoever is doing the like ceremony speeches they're just like also we like to give tribute to blah 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 and they kind of like go down the list of like who's not there or like one of my friends she had the initials of her fiance's mom and her grandma put into her veil and so that was like a way that she they gave tribute to past loved ones was by sewing initials into her veil and we incorporated those into like the video shots and photography she wore her fiance's mom's earring so maybe if his dad had a piece of jewelry or you know just just there's so many different ways that you can incorporate them by bringing in what their favorite things were cufflinks any any sort of apparel you know mm-hmm. you could 
embroider something. I don't know. It really depends on what you want to do. I mean, those subtle things may not be as public as you want them to be, but they can also be incorporated into your into your photos or in into your video where once it does go public with your video, you could show everyone. I think it's more special to bring in something that like they loved, you know, whether that be like a cocktail, a food item that they love. Like if they loved hot sauce, it would be cute if you like had like, you know, hot sauce at the table. I don't know. Like just try to something think light, of, something. Yeah. Light, try yeah. to think of things that like his dad loved. And then, then that way it could serve as a reminder of him on the day that people would look at that and be like, oh my gosh, that's totally so-and-so. He loved that. You just want to keep them in mind without having it be so loud and because you don't want people to be sad. You want it to be happy memories. And I'm sure people are going to talk about him in the toast and in the ceremony. So just like the subtle ways I think are the most special. But I will say from a videographer standpoint, make sure that you let your photographer and videographer know of those details. That way they could capture them and then you could remember how you incorporated him in your big day. But congratulations and I hope you guys have a beautiful wedding. That's all we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have anything that you want to write in or ask us any questions, you could email us at hello at give it to me straight podcast. You could find our website at give it to me straight podcast.com and you can find us on Instagram at give it to me straight podcast. And if you guys are liking our podcast, please give us a five star review, like subscribe, email, all the things. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.